Mr. Herman. Poop again! Party on, dudes! Ten, five, four, three, two. Extreme close up! I was listening to uh, I was listening to the radio today, and uh, one of the DJs, um, it was like a caller called in, and yeah. one of the DJs had to, or one of the DJ. The question was, what is that particular DJ? Who was her hero growing up? Uh-huh. And the caller um, said one thing, but it was wrong, and she was like, it was Dorothy Hamill, and I was like, the Don't guy you- who played Luke Skywalker. <laughs> Dorothy, how old was this? person i don't know i asked the same thing as dorothy <laughs> hamill wasn't she prominent in like the early 80s yeah and she had a killer haircut oh it it was a killer and she looked like a killer she had the haircut of a killer exactly welcome back into the radcast everyone i'm steven hey i'm matt hi <laughs> before we get going just want to give a big shout out to our buddy zach lay and our pal and former slash future guest I put a slash and then the word slash. Future guest. <laughs> slash. Dave, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Slash. Thanks, Slash. Yeah. And also, shouting out to Dave Little, because the two of them, Zach, uh, listened to a few of our episodes and gave us some good feedback. Great input. Yep. And then Dave, who has been a fan of ours since day one, he was on the Little Giants episode with us. Dave has been listening through our catalog while mm-hmm. he's at work, and he wants us to do more uh boris and yuli stuff oh so, yeah well he's got to wait until halloween yeah. well boris is gone no okay. more no more boris well maybe he'll be hey maybe yuli will resurrect him maybe it'll be his mom yeah doris boris your mother's name is boris <laughs> it is a family name okay uh, all right um but uh yeah so if you if you're listening to us right now and don't know what the hell we're talking about go back to our halloween episodes the five weeks of fright go listen to the tales of count boris and count yuli but today we are dropping the needle on another edition of the radcast records we are celebrating a truly interesting and mm-hmm. original band very original no one else really said like and granted, there could be people who listen and they're like, oh, well, uh, so-and-so sounds like Deftones. And so it's like, well, for me, n- the of the music that I listen mm-hmm. to, no one else sounds like Chino. No one else sounds like the Deftones. Or yeah. sounds like Deftones, not the Deftones. Yeah, and if you if you listen to them, they came in with the wave of new metal in yeah. new metal, like with Corn and like Limp Biscuit and bands like that. And had a, kind of more of like a... Uh, like a shoegazing industrial sound. It was like it was heavy metal, but it had like rap, like, like hip hop, alternative beats. metal. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Deftones kind of set themselves apart from all that, and we'll yeah. get into ways they did, especially on the album we are talking about today. It just celebrated its tenth anniversary. We are talking Diamond Eyes, Diamond Eyes. by Deftones. Mm. Just a truly just amazing, awesome record, and we will jump into that right here on the Radcast Records. Some records. Wow. So when was 
when did you first listen to Deftones? Because I remember out of the two of us, you actually, because it was, we had a hard drive, our first, yeah. you know, 250 gigabyte hard drive, and we borrowed music from here and from there. And one of, yeah. the, one of them was a hard drive uh, that Andrew owned, and Deftones was on there. And I recognized the name because also every time I Googled Def Leppard on Google, it came up Deftones <laughs> Def as well. Deft uh, Leopard. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but it, we never ventured into it mm-hmm. until like, college yeah you you actually like dove into deftones first i so. paved the way yeah i only okay i jumped on maybe like a week after okay well but what what caused you to want to try them out and what was your, kind of your first impression of them so our our older brother andrew who was on the our incubus episode about 20 years of make yourself he like steven said we at one point he just gave us his hard drive and he's like here's all my music put mm-hmm. it on your itunes if you if you want it here it is mm-hmm. and so deftones was on there and like you said you you recognize the name i recognize the name i saw it mm-hmm. and i think i listened to something on their first album adrenaline yeah first oh, it, it was also in the heavy metal encyclopedia yeah that i had yeah. deftones was in and, there and so i listened to something off adrenaline mm-hmm. and it just wasn't sitting right with me mm-hmm. like i can't remember I guess just the the combo of what, whatever that song was, I was like, nah, I'm not really feeling this. And then I don't know what made me want to go back, but then I listened to Digital Bath mm. from White Pony. Yeah, there must there had to have been something in between that and that to yeah. make me want to do it again. Mm-hmm. But I do remember distinctly listening to um, Digital Bath. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, okay, I'm about this. Yeah, and then pretty soon, like, Elite from white pony i wasn't super into like screaming aggressive in in my songs but then at i listened that time. at that time yeah. yeah now i love it oh but it's like, great but i remember sitting in college waiting for a class to start like mm-hmm. sitting outside the class and it was like eight o'clock in the morning and i put i had my ipod and i had my headphones in and i put on elite by Deftones, mm-hmm. and i felt like i was gonna like run through the wall yeah. like it was just like it's just four and a half minutes of like just screaming yeah and for whatever reason it just hit me at that moment and from then on mm-hmm. i was like okay i'm gonna listen to deftones yeah. and for a couple of years all it was all we were all about was white pony and around the fur i used to fall asleep to around the fur yeah because like not long after you found that you told me about it and digital bath was like nothing i'd ever heard before yeah. uh this was and this was kind of the precursor for me to getting into like I mean, it was years down the road, but kind of piquing my interest in things that were very different sonically. Mm-hmm. So it kind of piqued my interest in what later would become just my deep interest in 80s new wave and alternative. Which is, it's funny that it's sort of, oh, excuse me, the the arm on this, which makes sense because like their influences Chinos. are not, not only metal yeah. influences, but like, yeah, hip hop and funk but also like chino's 80s new huge depeche mode yeah depeche mode the cure the smiths Mm -hmm. so like how that it's funny that through what we were introduced like what we listened to for deftones that sort of seeped its way in just Mm -hmm. from digital bath sounding different you're like i want to find more things that sound different yeah and we'll get it more into it uh as at least i i personally feel like a lot of the time like i listen to interviews with chino Mm -hmm. chino moreno and we'll we'll get into who everybody is just a second if you're not familiar and listening to this Mm -hmm. chino moreno um lead singer 
songwriter, rhythm mm-hmm. guitar. Um, whenever I listen to interviews, when he's talking about the songs and the songwriting process for him, I just find myself more and more on the same wavelength with mm-hmm. him. So like you said, that makes sense that something in the field of Deftones bled more into more like experimental mm-hmm. music or, you know, this different music, whether it's sonically or lyrically. And we found interest in that and broadened our horizons it just makes sense because like i said i personally feel like i'm on the same wavelength as chino as a lot of things like especially on on diamond eyes yeah Um, life experience life yes exactly (laughs) i know what it's like to play in front of tens of thousands of people at a festival um festival you heard the man (laughs) yeah an old man fashioning a kayak out of a log. log. What? No. Uh, <laughs> Rip Taylor. Rip, Rip Taylor. Taylor. Um, <laughs> but Wayne's World 2, go hear us mention it in our 1994 episode. 1993 episode. 94. 93. 93. First one was 92. <laughs> yes. Second no. one was 93. No. Yes. <laughs> the Zodiac. <laughs> one of the 16 gimmicks of Brutus Beefcake. Anyway, uh, off, way off topic. But when I, just because like the way he describes... Ed like Boulder. Okay, it, it, we're not talking about gimmick Bru- number one, Ed Boulder. <laughs> gimmick number sixteen, the Booty Man. <laughs> Damn it, Brutus Beefcake is burrowed into our heads. Okay, keep uh, going. So back to it, Gina Moreno. I just feel like I connect so much with his mm-hmm. with what he writes about, especially on Diamond Eyes, yeah. because he, they veered away from the more nihilistic look at life approach. Um, less of kind of Chino, Chino's um, autobiographical lyrics, yeah. and he went more um, painting a picture. Yeah, he, wanting he, to wanting to project images and wanting to uh, describe things at, on a broader level. Yeah, and I actually have a quote from yeah. him. He says, "I can sing about really odd things, and they mm-hmm. don't necessarily have to pertain to me at all." Which yeah. you know, it, I know if I want to write music people are like write about what you know mm-hmm. but like to know that you can just sing about anything mm-hmm. it's really kind of a relief but yeah. anyway he says uh it doesn't necessarily have to pertain to me at all it paints a picture those are the kind of lyrics i grew up with like the cure mm, yeah uh, really cool. visual images and and no storytelling yeah and that's what's great um because it's not he's not direct about his the the elements or he's not direct about the subject of the song Uh, it's more existential in a way like you have to kind of dissect what he's talking about because if he's it could be about this or you can interpret it this way or that way that's why it's so interesting but it but it is kind of a relief listening to it because like i like lyrics like music is the first thing i hear Mm -hmm. when i hear a song i know some people are like if the lyrics are dumb they're out Mm -hmm. i'm not that way no yeah um so and I was trying to like look up a lot of the song meanings and stuff, mm-hmm. and you can tell that it's kind of ambiguous because every like every single input someone had, it was different. That not I didn't see one that would that like yeah. like an echoing. Okay, if everyone's coming to this conclusion, mm-hmm. this is what it must be about. It's yeah. kind of nice to just sit and just get taken away mm-hmm. by Chino's voice matched up with the instruments mm-hmm. aside from listening to a song and stressing yourself out and being like, what is it? What is he singing about? What is this about mm-hmm. to know that he didn't really have anything in mind? He just is, is just like, it's so much easier to listen to. If anything, it, it makes sense because, um, this album was, they were going for more of a raw 
feel with it, more of like a personable feel Mm -hmm. because, um, and I'm going to kind of rewind in just a second, but it was their first time recording together in years because after their album Saturday Night Wrist, um, which personally, actually as big of a Deftones fan as I am, I've never listened to that one. I've skipped over their self-titled and Saturday Night Wrist. Their self-titled for me, nothing sticks out except Minerva. Yeah. Like Minerva is like one of my top five favorite Deftone songs, mm-hmm. but nothing else like sticks out because those two were um, experimental and actually yeah. kind of more tedious and painstaking to make. Yeah, Hexagram, they took a step back and they're like, yeah. we're going to make something just really heavy. Yeah. Which and, normally I'm like, okay, cool. Which is but, cool. But, but with like, Deftones, with White Pony and, and like Around the Fur, they kind of created this expectation like... I don't want to just hear heavy from them. Yeah. Like I like their blend of heavy, but also sweepingly like melodic and, and kind like of dissonant. Really and, interesting melodic shit and ethereal. Mm-hmm. And, that's this otherworldly feel. Yeah, it's kind of like when Chevelle kind of took that away. Like Chevelle had their own kind of sound, but then on their past couple albums, which are are fine. Yeah, it's more straightforward, heavy. Yeah, like and it's something to where I can't really sink my teeth into because it's not what I like about the band. It's yeah. not, you know, sonically what I like. Yeah. Um, and it's still, I can still get down to some of those songs, Yeah, but like, it's not their previous output. Sure. But, uh, but after Saturday Night Wrist, they were working on an album called Eros, mm-hmm. which was going to be, you know, they wanted to release it in like 2008, not have as long as a time period between album releases. But uh, Chi Chang, their bass player, um, yeah, you know, pretty much from the beginning, they had an original yeah, bass player. He when came they, in in '93. They started yeah. in '88, but like '93 is when they really started. Yeah, it. and you know, Adrenaline came out in '95. So Chi Chang has been their bass player. Yeah, um, he was actually in a pretty bad uh, car accident. Yeah, and he had been in a coma since 2008, and, and unfortunately um, succumbed to it in 2013. But this was their first time together in the studio. Um, I think it was their drummer, Abraham Cunningham, had said, uh, or maybe it was, it might have been Stefan Carpenter, who's mm-hmm. their guitar player. Um, one of them said making, making records wasn't fun anymore. Yeah. Because they imposed that on themselves that, you know, they had to. Because they use Pro Tools, and Pro Tools, is a, I've never personally used yeah, it. It's just tedious. It's tedious. It's yeah. layer after layer after layer. Everything is so dense yeah. that like it just wasn't fun. And to me, me personally, I think that's why I haven't latched on to those two albums either is because almost there's nothing for me there after you know you got it right and perfected it with Around the Fur and White Pony. But after that, maybe that was the time to change and they did they did in a way yeah but diamond eyes when they got back together they wanted to make something that was more personable to them and they were just happy to see one another and they were like you know what enough of kind of this you know hating the world stuff let's create something that has more of a positive vibe yeah, one of, of our more... brothers is down like yeah. right now yeah and if if i may correct you i think chi came out of the coma but then experienced complications for yeah. years after yeah because i was gonna say just I, due to the accident I was, yeah. it, that makes more sense because i don't know why they would leave him hanging right. on for five years yeah. six he, years he came out and then i think he experienced complications right. for years after. right no you're i think you're right yeah um but essentially like chi was away yeah so um, he couldn't play bass anymore. Yeah, they got Sergio yeah. Vega, who was great because Sergio 
had known them since the beginning yeah. and he was familiar with them. So it wasn't like some newbie who had to learn their entire catalog and vibe with them. They knew yeah. Sergio and they yeah. liked Sergio. Um, it wasn't Bruce Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> Bruce down Kulik. the street. Yeah. <laughs> you Hulk are, Hogan. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't Hulk Hogan. Um, but it was, it, it, it comes through. It's more of a genuine album i feel like because yeah they chino pretty much said they just rehearsed the shit out of everything yep. until like they were ready to record and then that they way, just go in and it's yeah, like second go nature in, exactly yeah. um so we're kind of getting i'm gonna focus this in um so deftones formed in 1988 in sacramento um and they are chino moreno again who are uh vocals Rhythm guitar, lead songwriter, Stefan Carpenter, who's lead guitar, Abraham Cunningham on the drums, Sergio Vega on bass, and Frank Delgado on keys and turntable. The album was released May 4th, 2010. So the time we're recording this, it's May 8th. Yeah, today's the 8th. Yeah. So four days ago, the time we're recording this was its 10th anniversary. Um, like we said, his first album with the current bassist, Sergio Vega, because of Chi Chang's accident. And it clocks in at a svelte 4115. Really easy listen. All the songs mm-hmm. flow really well yeah. together. And uh, it produced four singles, Diamond Eyes, Rocket Skates, Sex Tape, and You've Seen the Butcher. And it's their highest charting album falling within the top 20 of the Billboard 200. Um, so also Chino added that it was just a therapeutic experience to sit around and play with one another after yeah. a break from each other. They were happy to see one another and pretty much talk about Chi. You can tell with the attitude of a lot of songs mm-hmm. that it's therapeutic. Yeah. Like there's a there's a quite a few songs in here that have a very good kind of swaying, sweeping, kind of floaty feel to them. Yeah. Like very relaxed. Euphoric. Very euphoric. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Uh there I I was hoping it would have been a longer article, but Spin uh, magazine, their review, um, I pulled a quote from it that I think was my favorite description of it. Uh, Bliss is out of surreal featuring queasy slide between loud and soft. Yeah. It's a work of patient design and bloody fantasy. It's brutal beauty. Yeah. I also have a quote from uh, Rolling, uh 2010 Rolling Stone mm-hmm. review. Uh, it said uh, his Chino being his lyrics yeah. go from cathartic images set to chopping riffage, whirlpool distortion, and dark soaring melodies that sound more like the cure than corn. Oh, it's I was it, like that that's a great see they, summation. They've been yeah. called um the radiohead of the metal. The radiohead of metal. I think they're more of the cure of metal. Yeah, just with their just I think the Radiohead comparison comes from their desire to experiment mm-hmm. and explore yeah. like on different albums. Yeah. That's why Deftones is, I would say they're my second favorite band because they're so interesting to listen to yeah. each. I've been listening to them pretty almost since 2010, yeah. not diamond eyes, but yeah. um, you know, even before, like we said, we started with white pony and with uh, around the fur. I just, I keep, whether it's lyrically or musically, keep unlocking more and more. Yeah, I was going to say, peeling always, more and more layers back. There's always something new that you find. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, at least us, since we haven't listened to everything. Right. I mean, obviously, you listen to an album you haven't listened to. Mm-hmm. You're like, whoa, this is great. Yeah. But, I mean, it's like you said, you keep peeling back more and more. Yeah. And you had mentioned that you can kind of just sit and chill yeah. a lot of the music, even kind of like 
the loud kind of in your face distortion. Mm-hmm. You just Chino underneath all of that has a very kind of melodic yeah. tinge to everything, and it has a very kind of you know almost lilty way of singing some ways. I, uh, yeah, I wrote down a few kind of quote unquote like buzzwords for mm-hmm. this album. Yeah, and. When I say all these listeners, keep in mind that there's a mixture of all of this right. in almost every song. I wrote, I just wrote the words melancholy, ethereal, heavy, chugging, aggressive, floating, delicate, experimental. Oh, yeah. And uh, there's a mixture of like, there's a good like mixture of a lot of, of those elements in yeah. a lot of the songs yeah. on to, here. To add on kind of what I love, to me, this is the perfect blend of everything i love about deftones yep i love where the melodies go sonically speaking they're almost otherworldly their tunings the melodic shifts chino's choices of how to sing the melodies his cadence and a song like um command and control or how it's on there it's the the keyboard shortcuts for command and control yeah. um wow yeah. yeah like uh like shift and command just because i can't like the time signature mixed with where the down strum on the guitar is where the percussion yeah. is on there Steve, mixed with chino moreno like hit the punchy cadence that Stefan and to. chino are like pushing and pulling each other yeah on it um their their time signatures their music just is so much more interesting i mean the biggest example of a different time signature for me is you've seen the butcher oh, i love the that jazz swing the seductive <laughs> nature of like one of my favorite things about deftones that i've noticed when listening to them is not only everything we just said but the songs can be used to chill but there's also this sexual undercurrent to a lot yeah. of their music there's something that taps in to the carnal something that awakens this lustful energy yeah whether yeah. you know it or not oh yeah i cut you've seen the butcher is a big example of it i've i sort of took all of the songs on here and separated them into two groups but mm-hmm. the, none of them can fully be part of one group if that makes sense so yeah. like i've got heavy hitters and i call them swayers yeah but well, like any, bob your head too yeah any swayer can also has element of a heavy hitter mm-hmm. and every heavy hitter has element of a swayer and you've seen the butchers one of the biggest swear yeah like i remember hearing this for the first time live mm-hmm. and i was yeah. like what is this and like involuntarily like when he's like slowly just yeah just the the swing to it yeah exactly so you like yeah it's it's a swing that you can't help but kind of like kind of groove with plus like you you move and again you know it's just it's just it's it's salacious Mm -hmm. and and it's and it's subtly kind of seductive and yeah what's great is you know when chino writes a love song when they play a love song it you know it's one of the things where yeah it's it's almost i mean it it's a love song, but it the all ends time in sex. Like, yeah, say, <laughs> it's, it's, it's very romantic, right? But also, there's kind of a, there's kind of a like a what's the word I'm looking for? There's this kind of a, you said sultry. There's a sultriness to it. I but said salacious or salacious. Sultry yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's also kind of a 
a sleaziness. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's one of those things sort of like, but melodically it's so nice when you're, that you're like, oh, this sounds when nice. It's melodic. The melodic end of it is you're with the person you love, but the, the, the sultry sleazy part of it is behind closed doors. Your sexual life yeah. is your business and you can do whatever you want. Yeah. And you're going to choose to be down and dirty and sleazy, but you're with the person you love. Yeah, so exactly. That's, it's, it's beautiful. in yeah. that way, that's what a deaf chosen each other. That's what a deaf tone song is especially a song like sex tape to where like it is so pretty to listen to the melody and and just the composition of it but if you read the lyric i mean it can't it can be about one yeah. thing or another but i mean in the end as a a slower deftone song is something to where the beauty is the melody and is you know the instrumentation but the lyrics are you know you're you're it's down and dirty sex yeah so i think some of their songs are like I keep getting the image of Jason Voorhees petting a puppy. Like interesting. Like it's like I see what, like the juxtaposition. The, yeah, it's juxtaposition in the background. It's something like aggressive, right? Um, and maybe not Jason Voorhees because that creates imagery of like death metal and stuff like right. that. But it's it's like it's something that's aggressive, mm-hmm. kind of petting something that's very frail and right. delicate. It's it's crazy kind of the shift and you you mentioned the yeah. swing in and of, in and of itself and yeah. you've seen the butcher but how um it goes you know something aggressive something in your face something like rocket skates which oh, is a man. kick in the teeth yeah and it's then, just straight on and then you went from prince which is so looming and it's yeah. dark and it's doomy and that's another one that's very like that's it's very it's one of those things where like ooh should I be listening to this yeah. I'm getting hot and bothered it's it sounds like some I made a note that it's the only song on the album that sounds more like it should be on White Pony than it right. should be on this yeah. album and I just the chorus starts saying I'm a killer well that and it's got like like in between Chino's like it's the bass and the drums mm-hmm. in between Chino like singing the verses there's like a Wow, that, yeah. that that I assume is like a sample. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, they use a lot of samples uh, and stuff. It, and it, I don't know, it it has that like dissonant feel that a lot of things on White Pony had. Right. Yeah. And it just it just sounds like it's one of those things where it's like it's almost uh, this uh, this this song sounds like it should be forbidden just yeah. because it's like it's it creates such an atmosphere. Yeah. And atmos- know, yeah it and that's a huge thing. Just with Deftone songs in general, mm-hmm. they create an atmosphere. Yeah, it's just, especially this album's produced. It sound the sound is so vast and it takes up every inch of the room, sonically creating more atmospheric and ethereal, which we both mentioned before, yeah. while maintaining their shoegazing sound and their yeah. unique melodic shifts. Um, I know we had talked about those concepts, you know, a couple times already, but and just going off of I, you know, some of the stuff that I prepared to get my thoughts down. Um, their shoegazing for those of you who are unfamiliar with it um if you listen to deftones or a band like my bloody valentine to where it's essentially this like bullet for my valentine you mean no um <laughs> it's this just cacophony of noise and 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 um distortion and everything and the, but there's like this soft melody yeah. under or the the melody is hidden underneath all this noise yeah and it it's something that's definitely an acquired taste i like it yeah um but it it 
shoegazing even sounds like an otherworldly term because it creates more of an ethereal euphoric sense to the music. Um, But I mentioned rocket skates, but it's crazy how seamless you can go from rocket skates to sex tape, which is right after that. Which ironically, something like sex tape, when you think of sex tape, you think of it like dirty. You think very dirty and kind of rough. It's, It's the... Most delicate, softest song on the album. Yeah, and Sex Tape and Beauty School choose to use a more fluid, softer brush strokes when painting their pictures. Yeah. So instead of like the left and right, like not, you know, relenting at all, just shots to the face. Yeah. Like rocket skates. Yeah, or like Royal. Yeah, Royal. Um, and but then, even even Royal has a bridge that has this beautiful harmony mm-hmm. in it, and it Straight literally out of your mind. Yeah, exact, exactly. It just it, it just shifts and rises. It, that's the perfect example of the queasiness that review talked about. Which mm-hmm. I wouldn't even use the term queasiness because it's mm-hmm. a beautiful like um, like transitions. Uh, what's it? What's the art term when a color transitions? Gradation. Into, there's a great a yeah. gradation yeah. of of the aggressive vocals with the melodic vocals just it, there's no chorus in the mm-hmm. song like it's almost it's it's all it's almost like all verses and then a bridge i think yeah that, but, i mean but it, there's the gradation of aggressive and melodic right yeah and i think diamond eyes the title track yeah. really starts us off like setting the stage for what you're about to get into oh, yeah. with the, using every element we just talked about. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, you know, I think we kind of just barraged the listener with all, you know, all these things, you know, really, this is going to be a shorter episode, but, yeah. you know, uh, we can go track by track and we both had a very positive response when I mentioned rocket skates, yeah, uh, but track by track, you actually have kind of a, a description for I've everything. Got little blurbs for each yeah. one, kind mm-hmm. of. If you've never listened to this album before, hopefully, like you, this sort of makes you want to go and hear these for yourselves. Mm-hmm. Like I, as I was writing these, I was like, I would almost encourage you to like listen yeah. to the album like as as mm-hmm. i'm reading off these descriptions yeah. so it kicks off with diamond eyes with mm-hmm. the guitars come dropping and chopping right in it's open it's spacey it's got mm-hmm. a melodic chorus uh, uh, it's got an aggressive chino scream in the bridge mm-hmm. um and so that was my little blurb about the first track and then after this it it uh blasts right in to Royal, the mm. second song, which for me is probably the best mixture of everything on the album. Yeah. Um, because you have Chino's aggression, but it's got that gradation of seamlessly going into um, Chino's melodic vocals. I, I had a note here that said Two-Face. Yeah. Like it's, there's like the mixture of, it's you've duality. got the, two, the duality, you've got the mm-hmm. two personalities. Mm-hmm. Uh, the instrumentals uh, completely create chaos, which contrasts with Chino's delicacy in the parts where he's has he's got the more melodic vocals. Can I say more so on some songs than mm-hmm. others, but I like the prominence of how the drums were produced. Yeah, I was I was going to say uh I had a note on here this album was mixed very well, mm-hmm. and especially in something like Beauty School, yeah. you hear just how like the pop of Abe's snare yeah. is really prominent mm-hmm. on this album. Um and so yeah, and there's almost no chorus, like I mentioned before. Yeah. It's just mostly constant mm-hmm. throughout. After that is Command Control. Um, I 
like I said before, Stefan and Chino is almost pushing and pulling each mm-hmm. other. Yep. Um, and it, and especially on the verses and then the instrument on the bridge is, has like experimental soundscapes mm-hmm. in there. Uh, you've seen the butcher is yeah. like when I, when I just said chugging earlier, yeah. this get the guitar and it is just chugging like mm-hmm. the intro. Like it's just very chuggy in there. Um, when it's just guitar and then the bass and drums completely blast in, mm-hmm. but the process, the pace is so relaxed that you can sway to it. Mm-hmm. So when I stay, say things like chug and blast and stuff like that, just keep in mind that the pace has got like a very like kind of groovy pace yeah. to it. And we mentioned in a couple the word swing, yeah. like it's very swingy and jazzy. Yeah. It's syncopated. Yeah. After you've seen the butcher, you've got soft harmonics on beauty school, mm. like to open it up. And there's yep. like a tone on the guitar that, makes it feel very you know spacey yeah. i guess um, not to mention the drum the drum pattern yeah that was, the beginning. I, I was gonna yeah. say the snare mm-hmm. pops are very strong yep. in the song the chorus is a perfect mix of ethereal melancholy delicate floating um and the bridge shifts Ugh. and really leans into that combination Eufor- like that's the to me the bridge of that song is the epitome of euphoria the bridge of that song might like because it's at the top of my list of favorite songs mm-hmm. on this album. Mm-hmm. The bridge might be what puts it over. Yeah, the it's edge like for uh, me. it's like what they did with Entombed on their next yeah. album. Like, but Entombed was the whole song was like yeah. that. And it's and whew, Entombed is in my top three favorite Deftone songs. It almost anyway. it yeah. almost brings an emotional reaction yeah. to me. Like Beauty School, where isn't we're yeah. not talking about you know next yeah. album. Um after Beauty School we mentioned before a song like Prince mm-hmm. shifts from the previous mm-hmm. song because it it's really bass and drum heavy, um, but it's intense and eerie. Yeah. Um it's got like those kind of dissonant um, samples in the back. Mm-hmm. It kind of sounds like when you stroke the strings on the right on, the, right on the your headstock. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly mm-hmm. of your guitar where yeah. it's like boing. Uh, Pete Leffler does a lot. Yeah, uh, with Chevelle. Chevelle. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, the previous song was positive. This one sounds like a negative, like negative experiences mm-hmm. and dark times. Yeah. And then you go into Rocket Skates, Ugh. which I've probably listened to more than any other song on this album because mm-hmm. it's balls to the wall. It's nonstop. This is the song to lift heavy things to. Mm-hmm. That's I had that note in there. Chino intensely screams. You know, guns, razors, knives. Yeah. And then his his woo at yeah. the end of that stanza. I, I, I think if there's anything that is so primal, because there's a lot with Deftones that's primal, mm-hmm. this, I had mentioned, it fucking rips. And it's the epitome of primal. Like you said, when he's screaming, screaming guns, razors, and knives, and then he inserts fuck with me. Yeah. Just like... Sneaks it in there. Yeah, fuck with me. Yeah, God, which I love like, that. Wow, it's just I I I wrote down that it's an adrenaline fueled kick in the teeth, and it also permeates the sexual energy, especially the bridge. The yeah. Like you mentioned, a sway. You know, you yeah. could also you could also hump to it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. exact hump inanimate objects um, maybe, but like rhythmically, you can get your hump down. Um, <laughs> But uh, where was Let's it? Get oh, a hump on. It was, uh, you know, I was, <laughs> I, I was like, what's more fucking primal than Chino screaming that chorus of guns, razors, and knives? And then I mentioned he sneaks in that yeah. last part. That what that what's I 
why I've listened to this song so many times is because it reminds me of the first time we ever mm, saw them live. Yep. They opened with the song and I didn't know this. I, yeah. I had heard the song once when I tried to give diamond eyes a, a right. shot upon the request of like a buddy of ours. Yeah. Um, Nick, who we're going to have yeah. on future episodes, yep. mm-hmm. he mentioned this album and I knew it was a Deftones album. And so I tried to give it a shot. I was like, nah, I'm not really feeling this. Mm-hmm. And I remember Rocket Skates, and I was like, nah, it's... Uh, I remember uh, there was a song called Rocket Skates. Yeah, and then the first time we saw them live, they opened with it. Mm-hmm. And I think it was just because I was so happy to see them live. Yeah. And I, it was just such a great opener. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa, this is yeah. crazy. And I became a fan of that song afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so after Rocket Skates is a complete shift yeah. into sex tape, which might be the most peaceful song on the album. It's almost romantic sounding. All the instruments are kind of reserved, which is kind of, because sex tapes are like typically like CD and you're not supposed to see them. Um, But the fact that this is sort of romantic and peaceful, that's the irony Mm -hmm. of it. Um, And then Risk is the next one. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's choppy and chugging guitars during verses, but there's a steady pace. The chorus is ethereal and floaty um we've used those words a lot because yeah. it's really prevalent on this album stress enough yeah how much like you can't uh, to me i can't describe it without using those yeah adjectives yeah uh, and then there's experimental kind of soundscapes on there as well and then risk and this next song are the best one to punch on the album because mm-hmm. the <clears throat> excuse me the end of risk goes right into 976 evil mm-hmm. which that and Beauty School are like trading off between my favorite songs on mm. the album. Yeah. Um, 967 Evil, which I'm assuming is named after the Robert England horror Maybe. directed I mean, horror that's the movie. only other place I've heard it um, is the Robert England movie. It's the best one-two on the album, This and Risk. It, there's a swaying verse with a soaring chorus. Mm-hmm. Like the chorus is like, when I first heard it, it, it was one of those, it's one of those things like, there are plenty of, especially the Deftones, when you first hear it, you're like, your eyes widen and you're like, whoa. Mm-hmm. And, and you literally, you're literally lifted off your seat and kind of, whoa. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> but seriously, it's a very soaring chorus. Mm-hmm. It's it's very, um, it's very romantic kind mm-hmm. of feeling. When you look at the lyrics, which also feels a little sad. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's lyrics like hit the brakes. I feel like cruising with you too. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I gaze and like, that's the source. So I guess yeah. I'm not, I'm not even going to try. No, yeah. His voice. So Chino's I gaze voice in your eyes. So crazy unique. And the chorus is so I gaze in your eyes and I wonder, can you take me up your hands that I'm under? Come wake me up soon. Like mm-hmm. it's, it sounds romantic, but at the same time, like when you're exploring the words, you're like, this kind of sounds like, wishful thinking mm-hmm. but it's a romantic thought like yeah. i don't know i just i love that song and then the last song on the album is uh this place is death there's like a faint organ in the beginning this place it, is death. That's, yeah. that's my least favorite song yeah it's it's most it's the most eerie chord progression and like the melody feels yeah. a little off-putting mm-hmm. so those those were my that's my analysis did you of each listen song. to the bonus tracks no so there's one um there's two of them. One of them's called Ghosts mm-hmm. that is actually very reminiscent of an 80s alternative like goth rock song nice. but done in the style of Deftones. Yeah. 
it's one of those where I heard it for the first time and I was like, okay. Then I listened to it the other night and I'm like, okay. And the more I listen to it, I feel like the more I'm going to like it. Yeah. But it's very, it's very eerie. Yeah. Um, but I, I would give that a shot. Um, I, I would probably, me personally, I would actually probably replace nine, seven, six evil. It's, I like it, but compared to everything else you yeah. listen to beforehand, it's kind of a step back. It still falls with thought I knew you. Okay. Well, this is, this is breaking my heart. Well, I just said I liked it. No, it just, it don't. just falls back from everything I just listened to. Yeah. Um, this place is death. I would replace. I, yeah. w- I would put like, I would either put ghosts on there on the, the album itself yeah. or I would or even, why go home by Pearl jam. I would, or you can call me Al. <laughs> <laughs> um, you could be my buddy. Gord. Um, I would put Minerva in place of that on here. And if Minerva yeah. were on here, it'd be the perfect album. Yeah. Um, but then again, I, if you can call if call me Al, <laughs> yeah, we're on a, there. That is, that song is fucking great. I love that song. I also love how it has a very random bass run. Yeah. Right in the Yeah. That is that is one of the happiest songs mm-hmm. ever, ever created. I'm gonna yep. listen to it later tonight because I just got my new headphones in. Yeah, baby. Um but you mentioned Beauty School. Beauty School is my favorite song on the album. Yeah. I've uh, actually it, ranked the yeah. songs in the album um, if I, I can go through that you can go go through the ranking i just really want to talk about yeah. beauty school but yeah go through go, yeah, go my, through the so your ranking real first. quick my rankings um so there's 11 songs on here and aside from the 11th song on the album which actually is the 11th song on the album and it's actually my least favorite mm-hmm. so starting at 11 yeah. Um, is this place's death mm-hmm. and then command control after this place's death everything else is it, you, I can't, lo- you can't go yeah. wrong right so command control at 10 diamond eyes at nine or uh, uh yeah prince at eight sex tape at seven risk at six uh royal at five mm. you've seen the butcher at four rocket skates at three and then nine seven six evil and beauty school swap mm-hmm. for me i think i had so Beauty School, the reason I love that song so much is, like I said kind of earlier in the recording, um, it's not, Chino doesn't directly like write it like a love song, yeah. but it is a love song. Yeah. And he's not direct about it. It's the same thing um, when David Byrne wrote um, This Could Be The Place. Yeah. Like they're not, they're descriptive. Yeah. Like it's very... I, you know, I of course listen to it and I'm drawn to it's the It's on melody. their terms. It yeah. sounds like their song. Exactly. It, it, you know, whenever bands try and do a ballad, especially yeah. like the metal bands, yeah. like it sounds like they're trying to do a ballad. But I think Chino's very real and yeah. very real in describing a relationship and what, I know me personally, I connect with it so much because I started, De- or Diamond Eyes became one of my go-tos mm-hmm. and I listened to it constantly in like 2017. Yeah. Um, so again, we've been listening to Deftones for like five years up to that point. Yeah. But it's just one of those things I just kept going back to it because I connected with it on a more visceral level. Like it, when we said we were going to do the, like do this album for the Radcast records, yeah. I was like, what does it mean to me? And it's one of those things to where 
it just kind of it's burrowed and rooted find out itself. what it means to me exactly <laughs> rspcct find, find out, out what, what it means, means to me. me but it's it's kind of <laughs> burrowed itself yeah and it's it's really it strips away everything ironically with yeah. how much is like how it's produced but it strips away everything for me and it's a very real like at my core base level album that really it it'll it'll be there a while it'll, it'll be there, there it's one of those things where i connect with it on levels to where i could listen to this song and it's very surface and gets maybe a little bit but this one has gone right down to the core yeah like i said it's something visceral something primal something that ranges the emotional spectrum at every song mm-hmm. for me and i connect with beauty school because in my own journey of like my love life um i'm looking for something that's more real something that is that strips all mm-hmm. of the surface level stuff yeah. and it's one of those things sort in my late 20s when i really started connecting with this album and where i'm at now as i started getting into that i started really deciphering what i wanted mm-hmm. out of a partner yeah in beauty school you want me, a I'll, beauty school student i want a beauty school dropout Beauty go, school dropout. Go back to high school. Go back to high school. Go back to high school. Gee, I can't wait till I go to high school. <laughs> Don't um, you say that. But it's great because it's one of those things sort of like surface level. Yeah, I want, you know, <clears throat> wanting a woman who is like so beyond surface level and how we connect with one another mm-hmm. as people. I love the lyrics. The song just starts out, I like you when you take off your face, put away all your teeth, and take us away underneath because you could die if you take it alone. Yeah. And the the chorus is, I watch you taste it. I see your face. I know I'm alive. You're shooting stars from the barrel of your eyes. It drives me crazy. It drives me wild. Like, it's one of those things. Not yikes bad. No, yeah. It's because. Swoon. (laughs) Because Chino is painting a picture and he's not directly saying, I love you, baby. (laughs) I love you now. Come and take me to the bedroom and take me now. <laughs> like it's not that he's he's using book it euphemisms. He's yeah. using you know you know descriptive for he's describing things yeah. in a very real way. And to me, I think that permeates with me because that's what I want is something that's so you know it's beauty when you dig through each other's dirt and you mm-hmm. can find something um, that you love about one another. And it and it makes me think of the the quote from goodwill hunting where you're not perfect but you're perfect for each other and yeah. that is dirty and that's you working through things with one another and at the end of the day no matter the faces you put on out in public it's when you take your faces off and you're truly real with one another yeah. that's what i desire that's what i want and that's what beauty school is so <laughs> i'm i'm setting this out to the audience <laughs> it's like that that's what this is no no, I it's, know. This isn't this isn't a love. This ad. isn't a casting call. No, yeah. it's but Beauty School is, you know, out of all the songs is the one I've dissected yeah. the most. And I love it on a very real level because it, it puts love and being with the person you love mm-hmm. at a very real and down at the core earth level. Yeah. It I'm gonna be honest, doing like doing analysis for this episode is the first time I've actually looked at the lyrics to any of these songs. Like obviously I've heard the lyrics and I'll, and I can sing along to a few excerpts of songs Mm -hmm. because like they stick out to me, but it like this album really is just 
you know, you just, all you can do is listen to Chino's voice, mm-hmm. like against the instruments rather than like the lyrics themselves. Then that's what's, like we said, that's what's great about, to kind of wrap everything up, that's what's great about Deftones. Mm-hmm. And that's why they're so interesting because for years I could sing, I could only sing along to the chorus of a lot of these songs because I was like, I don't know what the lyrics are. I don't mm-hmm. know what he's saying. I again, I love this because it's creating an atmosphere. Yeah. But I can't sing along to it until it gets to the chorus because I don't know what Chino's saying. Yeah. And I still don't know what he's saying unless I look at the lyrics and nine times out of ten I'm like, oh, that's what he's saying. Okay. Yeah. Like, all right, awesome. But then it presents a different way of looking at yeah. it. But that's Diamond Eyes. Hopefully, if you're listening, you are a fan of Deftones, you've heard the album, and you want to hear our take on it. Yeah. And if you're listening and you've never heard it, I implore you, give it a try. Please, please. The thing is, <laughs> it's De- so yes, good. it is, if that's your thing. Yeah. Because I have friends who I could play Deftones, and they're like, what the hell is this? Because yeah. it, 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 it's just noise to some people. Yeah. But it's one of those things where they're not going to take the time to actually listen yeah. and hear they're not going to you know, hear the, the elements same of things. it they hear noise that's yeah. all they, i have a buddy who all he would hear is noise yeah i would say well there's this this is he's like all i hear is noise in the same way it's just static yeah some people but if you're really interested and we tried to do the best job we could to describe it to you um give it a try mm-hmm. you might like it yeah and if you don't it's not for listen everybody. to beauty school Listen to Beauty School. Yeah, if, just if, listen to if that anything, song. listen to that song and Nine Seven Six Evil. I know Steven doesn't like it, but I think you'll um, like it. I said I like <laughs> it. For God's sake, I told you I liked it. All right. Um, but that's that's Diamond, Diamond Eyes. Eyes, and I've listened and to it many times before. I've listened to it many times after because this is kind of a, a crucial album in my life. Yeah. So happy birthday, Diamond Eyes. Happy birthday, Diamond yeah, Eyes. And 10 hap- years old. And next month, happy birthday, White Pony. 20. It'll be 20. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah can't wait to talk about that one. Yep. But this has been the Radcast Records. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Because why would you want to be rude when you could be rad? We'll see you next time. This concludes our broadcast day.